1: The Chevrolet program starring Jack Benny with Frank Black and his orchestra. Frank Black opens the program with Roll Up the Carpet. My friends, I directed your attention to that big, striking Chevrolet poster now on all the billboards. Every minute, someone buys a Chevrolet. Ladies and gentlemen, that statement is incorrect. Tonight, I take pleasure in informing you that since the Chevrolet poster was prepared, Chevrolet sales have shown such an increase that instead of every minute someone buys a Chevrolet, it should be every 40 seconds someone buys a Chevrolet. Now that's mine, you, is every 40 seconds, night and day. And here are the figures to back it up. During the month of May, Chevrolet dealers reported the sale of over 65,700 cars and trucks. That's 17,500 better than May 1932. 11,800 better than April of this year. Naturally, Chevrolet is grateful to the American public for making such a record possible. A record which exceeds by 1,000 cars a day the May production of any builder of automobiles. And everybody knows why. Chevrolet is the only car giving Fisher bodies no draft ventilation, fine performance, proved dependability, and unexcelled economy at prices as low as $445 F.O.B. Flint. That's why today, more than ever before, Chevrolet is the world's largest builder of automobiles. <laughs> And now, Jack Benny. Hello again. This is Jack Benny, the Earth Galloper, coming to you with all the late news events. And tonight, we have a big surprise for you. We are going to give you a full description of the Smelling Bear fight which was not broadcast last night. We have here our old film of the famous fight held at the Yankee Stadium, where the New York Yankees play baseball while at home. Run the film, Hank.
2: The, um,
1: the preliminaries are over, and Smelling and Bear are now in the center of the ring taking their instructions. What a crowd, folks. 60,000 people and only 30 vacant seats. Primo Tarnera walked in and the 30 seats are filled. Tarnera sits down and 2,000 people behind him get up and go home. Ah, what a crowd. Here goes the bell for the first round. Smelling and Bear walk to the center of the ring. Bear looks confident and Smelling looks German. They are fiddling around for a minute and there they go. Bear starts off with a hard right to Smelling Jaw, and Bear counters with a hard right to Smelling Jaw. Ah, uh, what's this? Smelling sends a hard kick to Bear's right. Uh-uh. Ah, uh, Bear swings a wild right to Smelling Jaw, and Bear comes back with a wild, wild right to Smelling Jaw. <laughs> Smelling Jaw
2: seems
1: surprised as it didn't even know that Bear was in town. They are both mixing in the center of the ring as the round ends. Smelling's round and Howard training. The Chevrolet motor car is the finest. Round two. Those men step to the center of the ring and exchange flow. What a crowd at the Yankee Stadium. Starkey is here sitting right over second base. Gene Tunney is also here sitting over first base. Bear sends a long left to Smelling, sending Sharkey to third and Tunney to second.
2: <laughs>
1: None out and Bear's still at bat. What a game.
2: Hey!
1: In the outfield, we see Lefty Grove warming, warming up for Germany and Smelling still catching. As the bell rings, Ruth and Gehrig are seen walking through the dugout. And Howard Trady, The Chevrolet Motor Tower is the most economical car power power in the world. Reed. At the start of this round, Bear makes a mad rush at smelling. The smelling crosses a right to his nose, and Bear starts singing California, Here I Come. He sees Jimmy Melton become self-conscious and lands a right to smelling temple. What a blow. Watch out, Bear. Four feet lower would have been a foul. Bear takes command again. He's much bigger than Moxie. What a mountain bear is! Bear Mountain, get it, folks? Ah, uh, oh, that was good. Uh, Smelling leads a right. What's that? What's that? Another, another fight breaks out at the ringside. Another fight. Oh, who is it? They tell me it's between a taxi driver and a tailor. Well, folks, now we have a doubleheader at the good old Yankee Stadium. The tailor lands a right to the taxi driver's jaw. Smelling blocks it and crosses the left to the bear's chin. Bear sends a wicked right to the tailor, and the tailor sends a wicked note to his lawyer for a triple play. Lawyer to Smelling to Bear.
2: Uh-huh, what's
1: this? Bear sends a dozen assorted rights to Smelling's jaw while we weren't looking. He sends another right to his head, a right to the heart, and a right to the liver. As there are no more places for Bear's right, he rings the bell, ending the third round. Now the next six rounds were nip and tuck. Bear nipped and Smelling tuck. And as there was nothing outstanding in these six rounds, I'll tell you a story. Once upon a time, there were three little bears. Mama Bear, Papa Bear, and Maxie Bear. <laughs> they all lived in the woods. So one day Poppy Bear said to Maxie Bear, Round ten. Bear opens this round with a right to smelling deer and a left to the jaw. Smelling counters with a nasty look. Bear resents this and starts fouling. The referee warns Bear, Bear warns Smelling. Smelling warns Sharky, and Sharky leaves the stadium. Bear is now mad and sends another right to Smelling's jaw and a left to the head. They are now missing it. Right, left, right, left, right, left. Company, halt. What a parade. Bear looks at his watch, remembers he has a date, and there he goes, forcing Smelling to the rope. Ah, what a chance for a cigar program. He sends two rights and a left to Smelling's head, and Smelling goes down for the count of nine. One, two, three... Oh, and handsome, why don't you get <laughs> Six, seven, eight. Are you hurt, Smelling? Nine. He gets up at the count of nine. But it's too weak to carry on, and the referee steps in and announces Max Care the winner, which is a surprise to everyone. <laughs> now Frank Black, who bet on Smelling, will try and play Somebody Stole Gabriel's Horn. Play, Frank, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Now, for the benefit of our new listeners, let me give you a brief synopsis of what happened. Mr. X was found dead in his tenthouse. He was discovered hanging in midair from a chandelier, dangling from a long rope. Mary, did you find out where the rope came from? Yes, Jack.
3: You kind of gobble a
1: shoe like <laughs> Oh, well, disregard that, huh? Uh, now then your lights, folks. Get ready for thrills, romance, adventure, and the boogie man. <laughs> Not yet,
3: Frank, besides i
1: not feeling anything. It's a mystery. Hey, Mr. Denny, when do we have to pretend? One mystery at a time, please. Uh-huh. Remember, folks, last week we took the tapes in the hands of Sherlock Holmes. But uh-huh. nothing happened. And if we played Sherlock in advance, we will have to give him another chance. And those of you who have given several attacks to the witch, there is no mystery attached to it. There's a hawk claiming, folks. It is always on the trail of a bluff they so have to pardon me while I put on my makeup. now I'm still at home, you know. Now I will have to turn to this scene, James Melton the things, our sweet mystery of life. It has nothing to do with our mystery, so. <laughs> our oh, sweet
0: mystery of
4: life, at last I found thee. All the longing, seeking, striving, waiting, yearning, the burning hope, the joy and idle the seal that falls. All, all is love and love for all, the world is. Um, every
1: by James Melvin. And now we take you again to the study of Sherlock Holmes, who is working out some new clues and books for a speedy arrest of the murderer of Mr. X. The home of Sherlock Holmes. Trouble, sir. I never saw you act like this before. A very mysterious case. Very mysterious, Watson. Mm-hmm. Very mysterious. Watson, I must think. Bring me my piano. The finance
3: company
1: took it away this money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then give me my violin. Ah, it's no use. no use, Botten. I will never learn trouble off the Buffalo. Then why don't you try
3: Rochester or Albany? Albany,
1: fine. How does it go? Oh, Benny! I'm a oh, Watson. Awesome. Watson, an idea, an idea just struck me. An idea just struck me. You couldn't loan me $10, could you? much. Well, you're wonderful. How
3: did you get
1: it? I felt it. Mm-hmm. Is anybody here, was there anybody here to see me today? Yes,
3: three fellows. What's their name? Sir Arthur Cohen and Doyle.
1: Mm, very good, Watson. You better let me get a laugh or you won't be on the program next week. Hmm? That's hell, that's elementary, hell Sherlock. Hello, hello. This is Holmes in Boston in California. You want to speak to Mister Holmes? Wait, I'll connect you with the bathtub. I'm not taking a bath, Mary. Well, you should be. Here, it's for you. Who is it? Mister X. He wants
2: to know how you're doing with his case. Give
1: me that phone, Mr. X? Mm, yes, yes. We'll find the man who murdered you. Just keep your shirt on. Yes, yes. You'll get a report. What's the address? Hmm. Mm, all right. Goodbye. Go down the address, Mary. Box 32, Evergreen Cemetery. <laughs>
2: see,
1: he lives right next door to my great-grandfather. Uh-huh. Mary, see who it is. Be on your toes, Box uh, Who do you wish to see, sir? Mr. Holmes. I've got some news, sir. Let him in. Well, young man, what can I do for you? I have a clue to the murder of Mr. X. You have a clue, eh? Who are you? I'm a school teacher. Oh, a school teacher, eh? Sit down, Mary. Get him a stool. Here
2: you are. Come, him a Mister
1: Mary, lock the door. Close the window and pull down the blinds. Mm. Mm. Now, tell me, who do you think killed Mister X? Well, give me five dollars, and that's all I know. Mm, for five dollars, eh? Dave. Mary, have you certainly not? Boston. Look. Mm-hmm. How much do you? Uh, how much do you want to sell all? Five dollars. Here's 50 cents. Just give me a rough idea. Well, you're a new customer. I'll take it. Now, what's your clue to the murder of Mr. X?
3: Well, I saw a fellow flying over the penthouse less than a week ago.
1: He looked very suspicious. He was flying over 200 miles an hour, and he couldn't stop until he got to Oslo, Norway. Oslo, Norway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and when he turned around and saw me looking, he left quickly from Moscow. Yes, 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 yes. Go on, go And on. I told him I got to Moscow. He left a side barrier. And how did you keep up with him? Shh. Don't tell
3: anybody.
1: A Chevrolet. Nothing. A Chevrolet. No. A Chevrolet. It was a Chevrolet, folks. The most dependable car in the low pipe seat. And now, Mr. Bigger, your face looks very familiar. What did you do before you became a student? Ah, you! (laughs) I thought so. I thought so. Now tell me one more thing. Did you get the name of this aviator? Yes. His name is Jimmy Matter. (laughs) No matter, nay. Boston, put down that salami. Get me my airplane. There's no time to lose. We'll follow him to the ends of the world. But Vince Fairwite,
3: how did you figure he could have killed Mr. Edge by flying over the
1: penthouse? Well, I'll tell you, Boston. All those aviators carry sandwiches. Now he may have had a three decker of sandwich and dropped it. And that would kill anybody.
3: Fairwright? <laughs> there.
1: Boston, you're smelling. Get the aeroplane. <laughs> Here you are, Sir Luck. All we got is a tri motor plane. What's a tri motor plane,
2: Jack? A
1: plane with four motors. Boston, spin the propeller. <laughs> ah, Boston, you've got her in great shape. What is that?
3: The left wing fell off. Do we
1: need it? Yes, I'll have to fix it. I've got a safety thing. <laughs> Not yet, that's in the next scene. How many resources? No, come on, no. come on, let's go. Get in, Watson. Are you coming along, Mary? Are we going
2: up in the air? Yes. Oh wait, till
1: i get my airglove. Never mind, Ed. Get in. Get all right, all right,
2: get ready. Be careful, Mary. Be careful. Happy landing. I doubt it.
3: Still on the trail of the murderer of Mr. X. How
1: fast are we going, Martin?
3: 600 miles an hour.
1: 600 miles, and I'm
3: only in seconds. You're certainly going fast. What country is this repression? England. What country?
1: You're too late, France. Look,
3: Sherlock, somebody left a tackling on the
1: ground. That's nothing at the Eiffel Tower.
3: Sherlock, you're a
1: telepath. Hallelujah, you're a boss. I'm afraid we're running out of gas. Don't worry.
3: I just put a quarter in the meter.
1: Good work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Look, look. Look, we're crossing the Russian border. So quick. Remember, this is a half-hour program. Look, look up. Look, there's another airplane. You're right, fella. Maybe
3: that's the man we want. Get closer. Hello. Hello there. I'll see you, folks. What
2: are you doing?
3: I need two more men for my orchestra.
2: <laughs> Hello, Frank. See you when we get back.
1: Are you all right, Mary? Back there?
3: Yes, Charlie. See, this is certainly a wonderful night for flying. Look how bright the moon is. Hello, and shiny. don't well, us come down sometime. turn Sherlock,
2: Sherlock! There's another plane ahead
3: of us. What plane? That
1: one
3: straight in front of us.
1: That's a mosquito on your nose.
3: Oh, I was wondering why it bit me. Watson, put down that cloud. What are you doing with
1: that cloud in your hand? Put <laughs> the silver lining. <laughs> isn't that another
3: plane ahead
2: of us?
1: Right, fella. Yes, sir. Do you see it? Yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That might be our man, Jimmy Matter. I pull up alongside him. That's enough. You kill Mr. X? No, you asked me that last week. Pardon me. Foggy. is getting off the party now. Yes, sir. Let's be careful. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to go further. I think we can get a turn back.
2: Don't bother. It's Foggy on this side,
1: too. Sure foggy. There's a storm coming up, and the fog is getting worse. You're right. You're right, Boston. I can't see five feet ahead of me. Oh, killed, Mr. I... Never mind Ed. I've got my own clock. Oh, what was that? The other thing dropped off. You see, <laughs> folks, this couldn't happen in the Chevrolet as it is safe, dependable, and does everything but fly. We're in terrible danger. Boston, Boston, I can't control the
2: safe.
1: <laughs> oh, there goes the propeller. How are we on gas? The tank is dry. Well, good night, folks. Sweet ladies and gentlemen, we will continue our mystery. Who killed Mr. X? And what happened to Holmes, Watson, and Mary?
3: And smelling.
1: Right, Watson. Play, Frank.
2: Just as many sweethearts, love will always a sight. on me, baby,
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's off to a grand and glorious start. Everybody's excited about it, talking about it, planning and figuring how and when to go. And nearly every person who's been to Chicago comes back with the same enthusiastic story. Chevrolet has stolen the whole show. That perfectly amazing world fair factory of Chevrolets in which cars are built right before your eyes is a fascinating sight. It's the highest of all the high spots in three miles and a half of thrills. Now, here's a tip, my friends, on how to get to the World's Fair, the easiest way, the coolest way, and by far the cheapest way. Drive in a Chevrolet, America's most economical car. You can travel all day long, and based on average gasoline cost throughout the country, four people in a Chevrolet can cover over 200 miles, For less than 40 cents a piece. Yes, you'll not only have a cooler, more restful, more enjoyable trip in a Chevrolet, but you'll have more money left to spend at the fair when you get there. On to Chicago, America. On to the world's fair, the most economical way. In that big, thrifty, dependable six, Chevrolet. Singing, it's great to be alive. And don't forget to listen in next Friday, ladies and gentlemen, and follow our thrilling mystery Who Killed Mr. X? Come on, Mary, I'll take you home now.
3: I'm sorry, Jack. I have a date tonight.
1: With whom? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, he'll find out. <laughs> Good night, folks.
2: Come on, Chad. <laughs>
1: the park is from the gold diggers of 1933 and it's great to be alive it's from strike me pink it is the national broadcasting company w-e-a-s new york
0: save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get half gallons of delicious kroger milk for 129 each then get flavorful tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon